Okay, so welcome back to the Queen City Roundup podcast. I completely goofed on we were recording. I didn't. I usually I'm so used to seeing the counter uh, at the top left, but uh, since Joey's recording, I kind of goofed. But that's normal when you look at our shows. I'm always the one that's uh, that's coming up short. Uh, but I, I I won't pout about that because because Joey's wrong about a lot of things. I don't want to talk about the Jays list that we did way back when, but that that's that's besides the point. Um, speaking of things that are wrong, wait wait, we so have, wait, we don't want to talk about Frank Thomas being the best DH in Blue Jays history because it's not. He's best DH of all time. Yes, best DH in Blue Jays history. No, that's like saying Thomas Pulkanics was the best Carlos third Delgado line the center. He deserves at playing at being a first baseman. Okay, well, this is a conversation for another day. We've, we've already hashed this out. Let's save it for <laughs> another day. Um, so instead of bickering with each other, uh, Joey and I have decided to unite in uh, basically just going and ranting about how bad TSN is about their lists. Um, so for those of you who don't know, um, TSN posted a list. Uh, is, it the, is it the TSN basic channel or is it uh was it 1050 news channel i think you sent it i can't uh, it to me I'm, I'm just trying to find it right now it might be, i think i know you sent it in i think our, it's just tsn yeah it's just tsn hockey account oh it's the hockey one okay i was just looking at basic tsn sports hockey. okay i got it so um to paint the picture here um so tsn uh, most importantly, Bob McKenzie and, and Craig Button, which I will say those those guys are people I respect. Bob McKenzie is like 1A, 1B with Elliot Friedman in terms of trustworthy saying, sources and just overall lads. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're good. They're good fellas. Um, but basically um, what we're do what they did is they went through the all time Leafs. Uh, roster is it pl- players that spent their whole career? No, not whole career. Just uh, I just see one little card got traded. So uh, this was all hundred years in it's the just, in the franchise. And Joey has yeah. some strong feelings, so I'm gonna let him go first, and then I'll give my. Well, thoughts. Let me just pull up this list again quickly so I can so, reference um, it. So before, do you want me to just go through the list like one by one, and then you'll you'll give your thoughts on it, or do you want to just yeah, 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 we can, we can right. do that. We okay, can do that. so I'll, I'll give people some context. So basically, uh, we'll start with the goalies. Uh, the goalies were Turk Broda starting in goal and Johnny Bauer backing up, uh, which I'm not against that. I think that's fair. Um, I know people might argue Terry Sawchuk, but Terry Sawchuk wasn't a leaf for too long. Uh, he was he mostly was, on the Red Wings. Yeah, exactly. Four. He was there. Um, so... Uh, you look at defensemen, uh, pairing one, Boris Salming, Tim Horton. God, that would be a great pairing in real life. Uh, King Clancy and Red Horner. I actually don't know who Red Horner is, but he was a never, player. Never heard of that he name. He was in the today. 20s. He was in the 20s and 30s, so that's why. And then Alan Stanley and Bobby Bond. Mr. Breaking Your Leg and Scoring a Goal, Bobby Bond. Uh, I think that's who I'm referring to. I don't know. I'm too young. If, if I make a mistake, it's because I'm too young. Um, so then we go to the top uh, forward line. So the first line is Busher Jackson, who I've never heard of. Never heard of and, that. And name like old, old is gonna be like, oh, you don't know him. He was good back in his day. And I'm just like, sure. Cy Alps, who I have heard of. 
Silaps, it's or called. Silaps, sorry. Uh, and Charlie Conacher, which Charlie Conacher was, I think he was one of Don Cherry's favorites. Um, I'm already seeing one name that's not there, uh, but I'll go. To, so then um, line two is Frank Mahovlich, Matt Sundin, and Rick Vive. That line I'm okay with because you have three guys who could score and who have scored like, what, 30, 40 goals in their career, like at least at one point. So I, I'm for that. Uh, Wendell Clark, Austin Matthews, and Landon McDonald. I call that the mustache line because you got <laughs> Lan- Lanny's big old like bush. You got Wendell's handlebar back in the in the 80s, and then you got Austin, who's like got the the Pavel Escobar mustache. Which I just want to say, Lanny McDonald had probably had the best mustache in hockey history. Oh, 100%. If if Jumbo Joe if Joe Thornton had the best beard I think Lane McDonald has the best mustache I don't know I don't know any players that have like the best goatee no one would ever wear a goatee mm-hmm. at least for a long period and then fourth line I have a gripe with it or two gripes with it so Bob Pulford who I've never honestly heard of I'm gonna Google him in a second yeah, uh, Dave, don't, don't, Dave not Keon with him. Dave Keon is the fourth line center uh, I'll get to that in a second. And George Armstrong uh, with Ted Kennedy as the bench player. So before I rant, excuse me, before I rant about it, uh, Joey, you can tear this list to shreds because I know you're probably itching to. All right. So so go right ahead. So where the hell is Doug Gilmore and Daryl Sittler, literally two of the best Leafs to ever put on the Leafs uniform? Now I think I think what they're saying is primary. They're saying like I guess like majority of the years uh, with the franchise. Like well, Doug Gilmore was only here for like what three years, four years, five years. Okay, but and who cares? Like he's, Sittler, his number is retired, and he he's like literally one of the best players to ever put on like the uniform. Like who, who, I don't understand. Would you call Kawhi Leonard not one of the best Raptors of all time because he was only here for one season? I mean, it's it's hard to to judge in this and this mindset. Well, like to be fair, actually, yeah. Da- okay, Daryl Seller getting snubbed from this list is stupid because he was the least franchise leader in points for the longest time, and then he went to Philly for a couple years, and then he w- finished his career in Detroit. But even like, yeah, like what I'm saying is like there are some names that are are definitely missing from the list uh no red yeah, kelly yeah no red kelly I'm yeah that's unless he's that. on like the red wings list or something but like it doesn't he have mean, like the most stanley cups by like a single player yeah i mean you know well yeah okay red kelly, played, well, red kelly played his later part of his career with with the leafs he spent yeah majority of his career with uh with detroit didn't come to the Leafs until um 59 60 when he was traded from detroit uh, he was also a. Co- I did not realize that he was a coach of the Leafs for the longest time in the 70s. I had no I, idea. I That's just realized that now. Um, another thing, um, Dave Keon as fourth line center. That that's wrong. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Literally but, just put him on the top. Yeah, it's like okay. First of all, okay. I love like top I love Matt Sundin. Okay, I love Matt Sundin. I love Matthews, obviously. 
Dave Keon should be where where Psyops or Psyops is, in my honest hmm. opinion. I also think they have way too many players on this list like from, from from like way before hockey was actually a thing. <laughs> That's true to an extent. Like hockey has developed so much, and like the players now are like within like the last like twenty years are as good as like they've ever been, and they only have. Sundin and Matthews from that year. Yes, yes, the Leafs have stunk, stunk for most of that 20 years. But like Thomas Cavalier not being on this list is absolutely criminal. Do you know Thomas Cavalier is 11th on on the Leafs in scoring? Like all time, like players all time. Or, or in defense? All time players, he's 11th in scoring. Is he? Has he scored more goals? Or not no, scored? like in point or, or like in point scoring, like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Five. Five sixty-three. That's pretty good. Yeah. He. He was always a very underrated defenseman. He was, and he was a defenseman too. Uh. Let me look at Borja Salming. Did he have more numbers than than, than Borja Salming in his career? Because okay, five sixty-three. Okay. So yeah, seven eighty-seven. Salming had more, but I think if Cabriolet played a little bit more and was playing in the league a lot sooner he could have probably passed him but i digress um yeah i think the defenseman is really weird because like i don't normally think of like i don't think of bobby bond like that's a little weird like okay the only first, thing i first know about bobby bond is that he broke a leg and yeah he scored the goal, goal. <laughs> yes for the goal is broken leg that that was the gimmick um like i never heard like I'm sorry, but I've never heard of Busher Jackson. Like I'm, I'm like I'm just gonna search him up right now. Oh, I've never cool heard. Of him. So he's got a pretty, pretty cool name, but don't never heard of him. So uh, he played, yeah, he played majority in the. Thir- he wasn't even amazing. Okay, like okay, granted, this was in the 30s, and I'm sure like scoring was a lot slower back then. But his career high in points was 53 points in 48 games. But you have to think this was at a time when scoring was at an all-time low because this was, again, the early 30s before, like, hockey got faster. Um, but, yeah. At that time, I think I could put hockey down to basically just, like, leisurely skating but violent. Well, like, I don't know if you saw the video. There was a video that went around, like, it was, like, a, I think it was a GIF of, I think it was Pierre Lebrun sent it out, where it was, like, hockey filmed by, like, Thomas Edison in the 1800s. And it was, like, people literally, like, almost, like, you know, like, literally tiptoeing on the ice to avoid falling. And I'm just like, oh, okay, so this was, this is going to be, like, hockey once, uh, once this pandemic ends, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh. So all I don't in think all, skating okay. is something you forget how to do. It's a lot like riding a bike, I'd assume. Yeah, but it's also like you have to get your senses back. Like you have to get your your on ice awareness back and your poise because I'm sure I'm sure like people uh, get penalties like in mm-hmm. really really stupid fashion when they when they come back from a from a long period of absence. Um, so I guess this will tie into. Well, some news just broke about 10 minutes ago. So basically saying, speaking of Pierre Lebrun, um, 
he just posted a tweet saying that the AHL Board of Governors are going to have a call on Friday um, and basically discussing what's going to happen with the rest of the AHL regular season slash playoffs. Uh, and no announcement was made regarding the NHL draft, um, which I'll get to right now, um, because hockey basically wants to be a goofy sport and have the draft before the season ends, which, unless you're Major League Baseball, that doesn't work. Like, I don't know, like, back me up here. Like, if the if you want the season to resume... Shouldn't you wait for the season to finish before you decide about the draft? I don't think. I don't. I think they should just do the draft and like not care about like just like cancel the rest of the season. I'd rather have a full season next year than just them keep on waiting on waiting out and waiting out for yeah, it to just like that was that was the question I was gonna have is like I know that the um the common like consensus is that you know, they don't necessarily want people to, like, you know, cancel the season. Like, it's a huge revenue loss. But at the same time, like, why not take, instead of, like, trying to rush it in, it's been, like, what, two months? And then, and then, and then, it's, been, and it's just uh, going to delay next season, and then it's a whole Yeah, thing. And, and you basically are, like, you can't play full 80. I know that they want to maybe do 70 games for 2021 but even that like it's not necessarily fair to the players so and and also like i think what the players association can argue is they're gonna say like oh well you want our players to come back and play but you know their off-season time is going to be cut in half like, you know, they won't have any bye weeks if they do the 70 games instead of 82. Like, you know, you don't really know what's going to happen with this. And I think this is the really big, like, I don't want to say the big issue, but the big factor involving, like, you know, continuing sports at this point. Because I know certainly, like, there was the rumors that the NBA wanted to shut down like a week ago. Yeah, like the agents, and then LeBron just came out and he's just like, "LOL, no, we we still want to make money, we still want to play." Um, but like even still, it's almost at a point where it's like, I know that they have the TV contracts that they have to. Yeah, they have fulfill, to pay them out. But you need to realize, like, you're putting, like, what? Tw- there's like what? Twenty five men on on a hockey roster, normally like twenty four to twenty five, so. You know, put that math together, you know, you're getting about, you know, just a little over 750 bodies, like 775 bodies on hand, plus coaching staff, plus equipment staff, and plus, like, you're going to probably have more medical professionals on, you know, on hand to make sure that nobody's getting, you know, contracting the disease and everyone's, you know, doing the proper protocols but i don't know did you hear like trudeau came out and he's just like well people are gonna have to quarantine if they want to i think to be completely honest that that could work still because you just come you know you come a few weeks before the proposed date you take two weeks to 
or you come like a month before you're supposed to start back up. So say you're going to start back up in mid-June. They have to get everything finalized by mid-May, and then they have to travel. Then you do two weeks of quarantine. Then after you do two weeks of quarantine is when you get another week to practice, and then you resume basically where you left off, more or less. Like, I don't know. It, it, it sounds very difficult, but it's doable to me, at least. I don't know. Like, oh. you, you can say mm-hmm. I'm wrong. I don't know. No, it doesn't sound like an ideal situation, which is why, again, I think that it should, they should just call it. Yeah, I think, like, and then what's really nerve-wracking is, like, you don't know about what's happening with, um, oh, excuse me, uh, but you don't know, like, what's going to happen next year, like, especially with, like, junior hockey and in Canada, like, you know, are you going to continue with that? Are you going to continue with, like, collegiate and junior sports, knowing that there's a, a virus that's going to still be going around? You know, it's it's crazy mm-hmm. to, to think, like, isn't it weird knowing, like, you know, we're already in the month of May and I already expected the least to be out in the first round again? Like, I, I, I'm still... I thought, I thought this would be... I thought, I thought this would be the year... Where where they make the jump? It still might be, and that's really sad. Okay, think about it like this. Okay, I I I, you know, brought this up on the Nosebleed show. Say, and I'll, I'll go more into depth here because we're a Toronto-based show. But say you basically, the Leafs are in the Stanley Cup. You're isolated at home, and then they win the Stanley Cup. How do you not? How do you resist? You know, going and just losing your effing mind because the team that hasn't won a cup in over fifty-three years finally wins it. Like it's not going to. I don't think be, I'd be able to. I yeah, wouldn't be able to stop myself. It's not going to be special. And what's really frightening is that if they do win, you know, and people go out and they have like a giant mass gathering an unofficial parade yeah like like you have a giant like say the raptors parade but like obviously i think trimmed down a little bit smaller just because like raptors parade had like people from all over canada coming and like i think like there's no way yeah that it would be nearly as special if they win the cup now than say if they won it i don't know just trying to think uh, say if they win it like two years from now when a, when a vaccine is developed or, you know, if they've won it, say, two, three years ago, which, God, if that was a thing. Um, but, yeah, like, again, it's not going to be important. Like, okay, if the Raptors yeah, win like, again. Yeah, rather than, like, like what's the parade going to be? I already know they're going to try to market something as, like, oh, we'll have, like, a, it'll be, like, a Zoom call or something. Like, I don't yeah, like, want to see them. Like, like, yeah, like you want to friggin' rush them in the crowd, and you want to basically like jump on buses like you did with the Raptors parade. Want to climb uh, up the arches at uh at Nathan Phillips Square? <laughs> and, yeah, like, <laughs> like literally, that's what that's okay. Obviously, not like in go insane. No, I go insane. 
oh, okay, yeah, but still, like, within <laughs> within reason to not, like, get arrested or do anything drastic like that, That that's kind of, like, what I'm going to... I don't know. Do. You'd think that if the Leafs won the Stanley Cup, the police would kind of be, like, uh, let them have their fun, but to an extent, obviously. Like, uh, cool, it, we'll it, let them climb that the street life, sign. It reads to the real-life equivalent of Purge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. No, I feel like police would be lenient on people, like, climbing up signs and street signs oh, and all oh, that. Yeah, like, yeah, unless they don't, like, stupid and they just, like, jump off of the friggin' street signs like they did in, in Chicago when the Cubs won the World Series. Like, that was that was insane. Like, literally just trust falls. Okay, and being, okay so we, we can... <laughs> As long as we're not Philly and start eating start eating horse shit that's on the floor. Wait, what? That so, was a thing? I asked. Yeah, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, some fan, like, there was, like, policemen on, like, horses, and then one of them took a shit, and then this guy's like, I'm going to eat that horse shit, and then he ate the horse shit. Oh, my God. Only in Philly. Like, only in Philly when someone wins will you, like, commit mass arson, eat horse shit, like... You know, probably fight somebody for fun. <laughs> and only like, in Vancouver would you throw a riot every time your team loses in the finals. Oof. Imagine, like, it's, it's like, for example, like, say if the Raptors get eliminated in the playoffs, and then it turns to, like, uh, like the bro down, like, the, the bro down between, like, Rand- remember, like, Randy Marsh and, and, uh, and the other guy when they're literally just, like, going around in circles, just, mm-hmm. like, yelling, like, come at me, bro. What, what's going on, bro? Rest side story, bro. And it's literally just that. Uh, um, what if they do that instead? I want to. I, I have a question for you. Oh no. So the as we all know, the 2013 Leafs playoff season ended in horror, and yes. still keeps me up to this day. Um, but oh, that was only in the first the round. Don't tell me this no. is the anniversary. Okay, good. No, 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 I have that day in lockdown. It's just imported in my head for, for Yeah, for years. I keep forgetting when that is. So, uh, so uh, you know, like, uh, you, you, the whole vibe of, like, everything will just be off. And, like, you just won't, your stomach will be hurting that day when you wake up. You have a headache. Yeah. This is true. So, anyway. uh, so anyways. So, I, I think, like, the least fans, for the most part, handled that pretty good. Like, there's no riots or anything. But it was only in the first round. Let's say the Leafs are in the finals, but there's, like, a Kawhi-type shot, in the, meaning, like, last second in, like, the finals of Game 7, and, like, the Leafs lose like that. How do you think the city would handle that? Oof. I mean, here's the thing. Like, you'd think that something like that would literally, like, drown everybody in sorrow, but, like, that's happened before. Like, that happened before. Okay, it wouldn't happen on, like, the, the cup final. But, like, I I remember vividly, like, like 2018, when, when they choked in the first round, like, everybody was pissed going home on the subway. Like, everyone was literally just, like, everyone, like, half of the people were drunk, and they were, like, even more pissed off because the alcohol mm-hmm. was just fueling their anger. If something yeah. like this happens, I I don't know. Like that's the thing. Like I I genuinely don't know. And that's why like it's the one thing of like one thing that I'm scared of 
And one of the reasons why, okay, like the reason why I don't think the leagues are going to come back from a completely different standpoint is not to, to, you know, call out our, any American listeners that we may have, but the friggin' morons that are protesting in California and, and Michigan. Okay, I don't want to call the Michigan people morons because they have guns and they were riot and they were protesting with guns. So I don't, oh, I don't yeah, want to, I, I, I don't want to make them angry. Messed up. Um, but yeah, like what I'm going to say in this regard is like what I'm afraid of is even though like you're not allowed spectators in the the facility, like people still gathering outside of the facility and they do something like that. Like even yeah. if they like even if they don't like broadcast the game on on me because like, I feel like in my head, they're going to be like, oh, they're going to broadcast the game from, from Maple Leaf Square, but nobody's allowed in the square. You can just watch the, the screen from afar. It's almost like, okay, you can watch this movie, but don't touch anybody. Like, it's almost at a point where it's just like, I'm afraid people are going to like, if people are already protesting at this point, then they sh- they shouldn't be allowed to like, have watch parties outside of the the facility but i don't know it's really weird i think but going back to your question i'm assuming your question applies like would we have a vancouver type riot um i don't think it would be that bad i think vancouver was that bad because they were the best team that year like they won the president's trophy like, they beat Chicago, they beat Nashville, like, they beat the Sharks, and the Sharks were really good. And also, like, they had a 2 nothing series lead in that regard. And I saw a poll that went up that was basically discussing, okay, which Leafs Game 7 loss was the worst, 2013, 2018, or 2019? Everybody said 2019. And, like, it was like, okay, come back from – Two when yeah, because it's like they didn't even show up. Yeah, it's like the three choices like they specified. It was like the first one was 2013, which was like leading by three in the third. Um, you know, in 2018, it was leading by one going into the third and coughing that up. And then 2019 was having a 3-2 series lead and coughing that up. And I'm like, uh, yeah, 3-2 series lead, 100%. Because they could have friggin' won it at home, and they didn't. They could have won it on Easter, man. Easter 2019. Oh, my God. I remember We went that. from Easter 2019 getting disappointed in a, in, a, in a venue to Easter 2020 basically, like, staying in your room all day. Yeah. It's one thing that led to another. Um, but, yeah, that's basically... To answer that question, I know, like, I'm kind of stretching for time here um but i don't think it would be as bad it would be horrible but i think lee fans are already so disappointed as it is and they're so passionate i don't think they're as crazy as like like it's not going to be like a richard riot in montreal or a vancouver like i feel like what it is that starts like those riots it's like i don't think it's like the actual fans who cares <laughs> it's oh, just like sure. start a riot like that it's those like you know those people who just like get on the bandwagon for the playoffs or whatever don't 
don't really know so much, half, and they just like are looking for a good time, and they're just looking to like for an excuse to like do something. So it's like, oh, cool, they lose. I'm gonna pretend I'm upset about it and light this car on fire. Oh, for and sure. And then a bunch yeah. of people, a bunch of other people see that, and they're like, oh, cool. Let's join yeah, in, and then it's, uh, and it just it's escalates. Pretty, yeah, it's pretty rough at this point. It, it's pretty. It's hard to gauge a future event or a hypothetical event in this case, but I think it would be a little bit better than uh, than a Vancouver riot for sure. Um, now, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and relay this back to you because I'm going to have a question of my own. And my question, actually, actually, yeah, it's different from the if the Leafs, my question that I posed to one of my friends was, if the Leafs win the Stanley Cup, but nobody's there to see it live, did they really win it? And it's almost at a point where it's like, you know, like the the saying, like, if a tree falls in the middle of the forest, does anybody mm-hmm. hear it? Like, yeah. no one's there to hear it. That would be the equivalent of that. But if, for example, the Lakers win the NBA championship, like everybody say that they are, but nobody's there to see it, and no fans are there to enjoy it. Is LeBron going to be embraced like a Laker finally because they brought them a championship? If the NHL season were to come back and the Leafs were to win the whole thing, I would actually be more upset than happy. I think. Yeah. I'm like wouldn't be able to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I was literally, I got into like a somewhat screaming match with Cole last time because I was like, no, this isn't going to happen. I don't care if it's good for a, like a, like it's a, it's going to be an asterisk. Whoever wins the championship, it's almost like in this. I don't point, think that's fair for anybody. Yeah, it's almost like okay, if you keep it as the same like champion, or if you just don't reward a champion, then it'll be fine because like you can have people celebrate. You know, you can have people like be like, "Oh, okay, we didn't lose, but we didn't win. Like, we'll, we'll try again next year." And, and like, even next year, like, it's gonna be rough because there's, you know, there might not have a vaccine for what was the the range like twelve to eighteen months. So they, yeah, if they like start, year, if they started, since like they, yeah, and if they so, started working sorry. on it in March of this year, which I'm sure probably more so like late March, probably early April. Probably even earlier, like uh, a lot of this stuff gets started than like you think, but yeah, but, but it also whatever. like it depends because like everyone's working on it like at this, like simultaneously, so like it's yeah. hard because like one person, one country could have it and then they could be like, screw you, we're gonna use it on our our citizens only, and then you guys go and, yeah. and keep like, but I'm not gonna dive into that right now. Like say 12 to 18 months, so. Say March, April is when they officially started like making progress on it. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna get it until next March or next April, or if you want to go the 18th month route at the earliest, it won't be finalized until like what September 2021. That would be already when a, like a season would be gone, like a full season would be gone from every league. Yeah, it's it's pretty like. It's so friggin' weird, man. Like, it's it's insane. And, like, thinking about, like, it almost makes me feel like, remember when 
when swine flu was a thing mm-hmm. and like it broke out and everyone was freaking out and like it didn't really like it didn't really spread as rapidly or yeah like, it wasn't as this was yeah spread. and like the vaccine was it took by you know it took by november 19th you know 09 to get a vaccine which from the initial outbreak of the virus it broke okay what it, yeah it, it lasted 20 months from january 09 to august 2010 so yeah that was but it was an inf- it, apparently it was an influenza pandemic which is basically just like oh yeah what am i saying it's it's the same thing like like uh like covid now but like that's 20 months yeah to, uh, you think officially. now might be a little quicker because like well these better like a decade yeah this is later. this is also a decade ago for sure like for like for covid they came out and called it a pandemic i think um i think they called it like mid march something like that i don't know i mean if i i i'm not going to trust wikipedia's word for it by, okay, it started officially. It was ruled as a pandemic. Where did the frig? Okay, I have to actually find the pandemic. Uh, come on, man. Okay, here, yeah. So it was officially ruled pandemic March 11th, 2020, and it's been like not even two months. That that this is this is the worst. This is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, it's almost. So not to get too far off topic, but going back to the initial point about like if if it'd be like an asterisk or not. But like, what about next season? You bring back the season and then you finish it out, and then next season's gonna have to be shortened too. Is that gonna be two years in a row where whoever the champion is is gonna just have like an asterisk next to their name? Yeah, like it's weird. It's almost at a point like, like where it's almost like you might as well just like stop playing. It's, it's almost, it feels to me like the lockout, but the problem with, like, the lockout is, like, okay, we had alternatives, and the thing is, mm-hmm. with, like, even if it does come back, it's almost like, how about we just let their AHL affiliates fight for the Stanley Cup at this point, or if we just have the AHL play instead of the NHL? Like, you're making less money sure and you have not as many spectators but it's better than nothing and like yeah. if people if people win the calder cup cool they win the calder cup it, it's fun like this and also yeah, and i'm just gonna hl is probably not happening either oh yeah that's probably canceled and another mm-hmm. thing that i want to say is why does it like the nhl do like uh a, what the what the mlb did with the with the mlb 20 tournament like I think that they should do that. Like there are a lot of players that they have in their in their league that are gamers. I mean, Mitch Marner was friggin' streaming at 3 a.m. the other day, which is hilarious because that's past Mitch Marner's bedtime. Um, but yeah, like they should do they should do things like that. Like I remember the other day, again, kind of to go off topic, but at this point we don't really have a topic because everything's in a state of disarray but i remember the other day i was out on my backyard i think it was like yeah it was saturday 
uh, we're recording this on Monday, but uh, Saturday, and my dad was watching basically like it was simulated like electronic Formula One racing, where apparently like the racing looked so real, people were literally just like sitting in like those little like car controllers, and they were just like driving that way, and I'm just like, that's great. Why doesn't the NHL do that with NHL 20? Like, why not? Do that, want- that would mean the NHL would have to be like, like the NHL would literally need to be innovative for once in their life. Like, okay, you could do more. Do a ones tournament. Like, have three players play against. Also, just the NHL video game sucks. Okay, yeah, I think the <laughs> NHL video games are like they haven't been, like they're not unplayable, but they're not amazing. The last, like, amazing one was, like, what, 2013? NHL 14. Yeah. The one with Broder on the cover. Before Mm -hmm. they friggin' made the jump to next gen. Like, ever since they did, they're kind of like, eh. Which, uh, people were still pissed off that they didn't release 14 to next gen, which I think they should have. Instead of, like, waiting next year. And then 15 was... NHL 14 was really good. It was like, they had one of the best in 14, and then 15 came out, and it was just like, ugh. Like, it was just bad like first yeah. i'm so glad i didn't get 15 like i played it i like the there's like a demo i played was, it was very bad it was like oh my god i remember i was this was when 16 or 17 was a thing i went to a leaf preseason game no was it a leaf preseason game no it was the actual leaf game this was yeah this was last year what am i saying this was 2019 this is the the mm-hmm. john Tavares return game and they were playing uh, NHL 20 in the, in the concourse. And, like, my dad was just like, hey, you should go and play that. And I'm just like, no. Like, first of all, I don't want to kill, like, the, the kids in the game because I'm pretty darn good. Uh, and also, like, I don't want to, like, like, I paid, well, okay, I didn't pay money for the tickets. But still, I come to see real life, not video games. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time that I met Steve Dangle. And, uh he said that apparently he was sitting in the press box directly across Kyle Dubas and yelled sick trade after Nick Patan scored like one of his only goals with the Leafs. That's how so I have. Sorry. I just, I'm just reading a tweet right now and Trevor Plouffe, Trevor oh, no. Plouffe just tweeted out. Want some good baseball news? I just heard from multiple sources that on June 10th, spring training two will start and July 1st will be opening day and all teams will be playing at their home ballpark. Oh, yeah, I just saw that Luke, Luke just retweeted it. Um, well, okay. So June, June 10th, spring training two, but do you really, okay. Yeah. You, you need another spring training. One of So, okay. Say it reopens July 1st. Major League Baseball, you'd have to only roll with. I think they said they want to do 100 games instead of 162, mm-hmm. which is doable. Say 100 games, you cut out the All Star game, you probably end up. What was I going to say? You probably end up finishing about. Um, what is that? November? Little, yeah. About November, maybe? Yeah, you probably play through October, and then November would be the, the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, like, mid-November would be the playoffs. 
Um, which, dude, that would suck. Mm-hmm. That would be a huge risk. Imagine, like, once the weather gets really, really cold around, like, December time, just before, like, November, December, just before flu season. Yeah. Dude, that's risky. I hope if a, I hope that Major League Baseball has, like, a contingency plan in, in defense of that. But, dude, yeah, honestly, like, even if there's no fans or, or limited fans at, like, with baseball, I'm for that. Like, I think you could do limited fans at baseball just because the amount of space you could have in a, in a stadium. You could the have, Rays have been The Rays have been doing that in the Marlins. Dude, I wonder what the Rays are going to do because they were supposed to split time between Montreal and, and Tampa. Now they can't because Montreal, like Quebec is still bad. Quebec I is still getting like a thousand a day. Dude, did you hear that they screwed up or there was a screw up? Yeah. How they missed like a thousand cases and they had like two thousand yesterday. Like, jeez, mm-hmm. man, like that's friggin' brutal. It's almost like I would be scared. Well, okay, I'm already scared as it is, but like I would be even more scared to be in Quebec. They wanted to open up all their their elementary schools too. Uh, yeah, it, that ain't it, Chief. We we ain't we ain't oh. going that route, bud. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's pretty it's pretty wild. See, I don't know how. You can get every single team playing in their home stadiums just for the issue of one of those teams being located in Canada. Yeah. Well, I think okay, looking at it right now, like I, I'm let me pull well, up like, uh, the Ontario major right now over the last like week or so has been more on like a downward yeah. trend. Like what I think, okay, like also like the Sky Dome has been out of use for a long time since. So, since probably the last time they had a concert. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's not used as frequently as, like, Scotiabank Arena is. So yeah. you could probably get away with, okay, if you do, like, a deep clean of the stadium, if you have, like, people there with uh, with increased testing to test people to go into or take their temperatures before they go into uh, the game, uh, I think it's definitely – I don't want to say it's doable, but it's definitely an option if, say, things get better in in due time. But, yeah, like to, to further bring up your point, like I'm really curious to see like teams that are in like red zones right now. Like I – okay, like New York and New Jersey have definitely calmed down like compared to like – like a few weeks ago like now they're like almost to like the late like uh i can't even speak they're at about like a thousand like two thousand and one thousand a day which is great um but i i don't know if i see like people playing in yankee stadium or city field on july 1st i just don't know well Um, i think if they i think when any sports comes back it's going to be with no fans in the stadium Oh, for sure, yeah. And but I like, think, here's here's no, another no. thing I don't understand. Just to limit travel and all that, why can't you have the teams in the Cactus League play all their games in their the spring training facilities and make that just temporarily one like league, and then all the people in the Grapefruit League, and then making that one league. So then that way, it's at least they're like kind of like quarantined like that, you know. Most players have houses there too. To live yeah, like, like during thought, spring training thought, and all that, and then like, and then 
like I, I don't know. Like I feel like it's so simple. And then you just play like a playoff like that, and then you get the Grapefruit League champion and the Cactus League champion, and then they can play and go back and forth. But even then, it's still pretty contained between those two states. Yeah, and like if I you feel like it's so much more easier to do it like that. Yeah, and the numbers in Arizona are very low, and the numbers in Florida, well, you can give or take what you think about them, but to contain it between, like, yeah, you already have, a, like, stadiums set up within... It doesn't matter if you're playing in front of, like, no fans. <laughs> even if you want to have fans, you definitely could consider it because of and the it's smaller... A smaller... Yeah, group. exactly. Yeah. It's a... And you could make the the executive decision that, you know, smaller, um, you know, smaller um, facilities could be opened up a lot faster than, say, if you were to have no fans in their home stadiums. Yeah, and at least each team is still, gener- like, generating revenue through that as another stream as well on top of, like, on top of, like, the TV audience and all that. Like, I don't know. It yeah, just makes, like... It, it's right there. It makes too much sense to not do. Yeah, I think, and especially because Florida basically are, are labeling certain like sport and recreation things as essential businesses before, even before the state decided to open up. I think it's definitely doable in that regard. And also, like like you said, like yeah, people already have residents there. It makes sense. You eliminate travel expenses. Um, it's warm weather anyway. You know, you don't have to worry. I think the only yeah. thing you'd have to worry about is, like, probably rain delays because a lot, like, every single stadium doesn't have a roof. And Yeah, but it's, it's Florida. But it rains for an hour, and then and then it's it's a nice day again. <laughs> that's true, yeah. And also, like, if you have, like, doubleheader baseball, I'm sure at this point no one would really be against it, right? No. Because, like, it's literally okay – I went from having no sports to having like two baseball games in the span of a day or say if multiple games mm-hmm. get rained out. Okay. I can have like four to like six to watch in a day. Like this is awesome. Well, like I don't want to have like too much baseball, but like you kind of have that regard. Like it makes a lot of sense in that, you know, in that ideology. Um, yeah. Like it makes, makes like absolutely zero sense to me. To have them play at their home stadiums, like it just doesn't make any sense. Like I can't think of a logic, the logic behind that. Yeah, this is weird. It, it's very, very. Weird if that is situation. right, I I don't know because it would it like players like players like that they don't really break stuff. Like I remember the last time I thought a player was gonna break a trade was uh, I think Sean Avery came out and he said that Nazim Kadri got traded. And I, that, I think, was the Flames trade that Kadri turned down. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't, I, I don't know who to believe. Like, it's it's really weird. Really, really weird. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm at a point where it's, like, really, really... Well, like, even if they don't want to mix up the National League and the American League based on, like, their grapefruit and cactus league, like, affiliations... Can't so, teams like make a deal to like trade like home stadiums or whatever for like the spring training aspects of it at least. So like we can all just have their own like then or if anything just like do that. Yeah, um, just to go back to the Trevor Plouffe tweet, 
Um, Phil Hughes, former uh, pitcher for, I think he pitched for a bunch of teams, mainly the Yankees. Uh, he quoted, he responded to the, the tweet basically saying, I made that up. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, if it is, like, that's friggin', that's a brutal practical joke. Uh, oh, yeah, and, and uh, oh, a bunch of people were quoting it. Uh, Jack Flaherty of the uh, of the St. Louis Cardinals basically just said, news to me. And then somebody, uh, yeah, somebody's, like, responding him saying, like, stop. Don't don't do this to me. Don't say it's fake. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it. I understand people's skepticism. Um, but yeah, I think at this point nothing's out of the ordinary. Like, and apparently there was like a poll that ESPN did, where like seventy six percent are okay with no fans in the stadiums, because a majority because a majority just watch from home. But like yeah. I. I I don't mean to be insensitive, but, like, you could technically still – you could try to sell tickets and with the idea of, well, you you assume all risk. Every fourth seat of every, like, third row or something. Imagine if, like, someone has to come up and get a piss and, like, two guys are on the end and just like, oh, no, what do I do? You just, like, jump off the rail. <laughs> yeah. It's It's weird. It's it's very it's a strange time. Uh, do we want to talk about uh, Miko Lekkonen? Yes, I was just gonna bring that up to go back to to hockey. Okay, yeah. So um, I guess Kyle Dubas is as bored, or uh, yeah, he's as bored as all of us on Twitter and life, considering he has uh, random interactions with Brian five or six, like almost every couple of days, which is amazing. That, I hope that is that's a that, that's a relationship I, <laughs> that I'm very happy has blossomed over the last little while. I hope that like you know like how like Vegas has like their big skeptical. I want like an like another battle of Ontario, and then just Brian five or six goes on the mic and he's just mm-hmm. like, I'm here in Ottawa, Canada, and I'm gonna destroy Kyle Dubas and his team. By the way, Kyle, love <laughs> you. Um, where where? Can we just have a beer and no one tell us? Shut about up, Larry. That? <laughs> Larry, where's my Jack? Like it's it's amazing. Um, but screaming aside, because I'll I go into random voices all the time, just like when I randomly go into my Eric Cartman voice and start talking you do that random very bullshit. Well. I could do that really well. I love just randomly talking like Eric Cartman. Um, yeah, Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Um, I need a job, so uh, y'all y'all hook me up. I can be a stunt double or, uh, or an understudy. Um, but besides the point, um, Miko Lekkonen, or Lettinen, sorry. Um, before we talk about him, there was a tweet that a devil's guy tweeted out where it's just like, Mom, could we have Miko Lettinen? And then it's like, Mom quotes, responds back, but we have a Lettinen already at home. And it's just Kari Lettinen just sitting there in his <laughs> Dallas, Dallas Stars gear. And I'm just like, well, they could use a goalie. Um, yeah. So before we go into that, um, so yeah, we'll talk about Lettinen. So 26-year-old Finnish defenseman had 49 points in 60 games in the KHL, which is pretty good if you ask me. He's uh, He's 
pretty good. He could play both sides of the both sides of the defense. So yeah, I think this is Kyle Dubas's further like fu to Mike Babcock, where it's like we don't need right-handed defensemen. He can play both sides. He's Ron Hainsey. Why not? But yeah, I know. But like, I don't understand the obsession with having a right-handed defenseman. Like, you have players like Jake Muzzin who can play both sides. Why not just like teach someone who has the raw skills to play on the I right side? I think it's just the convenience. Like, I feel like Obviously not it's very just... convenient, but there's a limited number of them in the league right now. That's true. And, and just, like, it's... they already have a few in the system. Yeah. Well, like, like the I way don't that, know. Uh... Maybe. This is why I'm not getting paid to coach a hockey team or to be the GM of a hockey team. Yeah, that's why we all play franchise mode, which is not accurate at all, or we just write online about how bad mistakes they make. So assuming that everything mm-hmm. is right, um, the defense pairings with this are probably going to go Riley Muzzin, um, Sandine, or no, Riley Muzzin, Dermot uh, Lekkinen, I'm assuming. And then Sandine Liljegren with like, or no, Sandine Hall with Liljegren as the other right-handed defenseman, which I don't know. I feel like Liljegren's days are numbered in Toronto at this point. Like with the more people that you bring in, like it's it's at a point where it's like, okay, there's not really that much room for you here, bud. Like we, 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 we got too many people. Yeah. Which sucks. I, I, really, like- I really like him. Like he showed a lot of uh, he showed a lot of really good uh, good things. But then he also showed like how what he needs to improve on and stuff. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah, and then like looking at the, the defensemen right now, like they have a lot of really young defensemen in the minors. Like their oldest defenseman. In the minors is Kevin Gorvell, who's 28. Everyone else is like uh, like going through it on cap friendly. It's like 21, 22, 21, 24, 22, 28, 26, 22, and 20. And the last two aren't even and the last three aren't even signed under contract this year. So yeah, youth it's a thing. You don't need to rely on 30 year old you know veterans to basically just take up space on your roster which also by the way they have a really young ahl team i just have to say that uh and speaking of ahl teams did you see the trailer for the rich clune documentary that they're making like in a few years wait is there gonna be a rich clune this is news to me you didn't see that dude like like it's it's in the works but like i think it's really really good um oh and not to, Apparently he's had a very interesting life. Yeah, he had a lot of problems with that, with alcoholism and, and drugs, which you don't really hear about in hockey. Um, so speaking of what you do, you still don't hear about with hockey. Um, Pierre LeBron again is talking about the uh, board of governors call, basically saying uh, the NHL draft, no decision yet. Decision either this week or potentially now. Dip into next week, uh, and per uh, Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly, we think it's more important to get the right decision than to get a quick decision. So remember, remember earlier when I was saying how you know they should basically just push it back until the end of the season. Yeah. 
I did not know that Pierre LeBron was listening outside my window or Bill Daly or, or Gary Bettman. Like, I think it's fair to just, you know, not do anything. I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, they got to see if they're going to play there the rest of the season or not. But, like, one of the arguments they're making is, like, oh, but we can't just do it without finishing out the regular season because not everybody has the same has the same like amount of points or same amount of games played. Sorry, it's just like what's the it's like, Oh yeah, that's a good point. It's like what do we do? Just do points percentage. Like I don't understand. It's not that difficult. Yeah, it's uh, I think even then, like it's it's not even then if they didn't play all the right amount of games, it's not going to change much at all. It's not going to change anything between first and second overall pick. Or the, what the chances are going to be because Detroit is very bad. <laughs> this is true. I think again, hockey is is very much a sport that is never going to be finished because so many people don't know what they're doing. It's the equivalent so of trying to people. do. Ro- they're trying to do rocket science, and it really isn't rocket science. It's like, okay, if I if I do this move, and then it should be fine. No, but then I have to worry about this move, and it's like they're overthinking everything. It's like, no, say one thing, and you're fine. You don't see the NBA panicking. I am sure they probably are, but that's besides the point. Um, but there is one saving grace until everything opens up. We get to watch the KBO, the Korean Baseball Organization. We get to watch them at like 2 a.m. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, at Are 2 a.m. Are you going to stay up tonight? Are you going to stay up and watch? Dude, I've been literally going to bed at, like, friggin' 3 a.m. usually. I've been going so, to bed at 4 a.m., so yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's it's not... I'm sure right now, like, I think people and, like, the people that get the broadcasting rights, they're probably like, okay, this makes sense. People's sleep schedules are already screwed. It makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I think mm-hmm. it makes, it makes very, very much sense. I mean, who knows, like, and to quote the supposed Supreme Leader down south, everything could just go back to normal one day. It could be a miracle. It could be an act of God, you know? Like, it's, it's messed. Um, uh, but who, who friggin' knows at this point? Um, mm-hmm. one thing. Before we finish, I learned something today listening to, um, I was listening to Steve Dangle podcast today. Is this, is this about Adam's history corner? About what? Is this about Adam going on like a history, uh, history rant or no? No, 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 no. That's old news. I knew about that. Um, (laughs) Apparently, Brooks Like is having quite the life. Oh, no. I know where you're going with this. Uh, I did not believe this when I first saw it, but... Yeah, like, isn't his wife, like, quarantining with, like, another dude? And, like, he's just by himself? Oh, my God, yeah. Like, I don't want to be stealing ideas from the show, but I just want to know your thoughts on this. So if you go to... Let me try to pull it up right now on Instagram... If you go I'm to, go- I'm just googling Brooks like right now. If you go on Instagram, and you know that like E, like entertainment channel, like yeah. E News, 
apparently every day they're posting something about Rook's life because he's dating uh, or married to uh, what's her name Julian Julia uh, I don't remember her name exactly but yeah and like every day they're saying something about them and like he is corn Brooks like is quarantining on his own in Idaho to be with his dog and she is in Los Angeles and apparently is seeing like quarantining with I don't know it's it, they're leaking stuff right now to everybody which is I find hilarious <laughs> yeah it's uh it's getting to the point right now where they're they're unofficially trying to make fun of him but you know it, it's really hard to say it non like discreetly yeah I, I don't know what's going on there I don't want to know what's going on there um, I know, I think this is the, like, e, like, I was talking about this with my mom, and I was just like, it's basically news outlets are going to talk about, like, here's what celebrity couple got divorced or are planning on separating because of this whole quarantine thing. <laughs> like, that makes the most sense. And then, like, my favorite part, uh, which I hope we'll, we'll try and wrap off off this. Here's is, sorry, here's the latest one. Two okay, days, yeah, go, go for it, go for this first. I'm I'm kind of intrigued. Two days ago, E News posted this. Brooks like sharing the current the current state of his his sex life while social distancing from Julianne Ho. <laughs> this was two days that's ago. It, that's the story at at the link in our bio. This was two days ago. <laughs> Wait, let me friggin' link in their bio. Yeah, but I don't think it's the link anymore. It was two days ago, but yeah, who knows? it's not. Should we do some? Should we do some digging? I'm I'm looking right now. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah, I'm at like one day ago. It's, apparently, it's like every other day. There's something about about Brooks like on E News on Instagram, which I just find hilarious. It's like, yeah, hey, what have you been up to post I, I personally hockey can't retirement? Find oh, you know, just uh you know, you know, just, just making entertainment headlines because why not? Yeah. Right now I haven't find I haven't found anything in regards to that. Well like, it seems are, like they post a lot every single day, but yeah. I I'm scrolling through right now just to see how real this is and it turns out it's pretty real. Yeah, also, I, I can't find it. He also apparently has a podcast now. Here's the story it, of how my my wife decided to leave me and go somewhere else. His podcast is how is called How Men Think. Something oh like my that. No. no. Let me try to find it. Yeah, the How Men Think podcast with Brooks Like and Gavin Drew. And in their podcast bio, he dis- Brooks Like describes himself as NHL great. I mean, okay. He had he a had, decent career. He had a good career. He he, especially in Washington. Time. He was a yeah, he favorite had like, in he Washington. Had like he had 59 points one year with Washington. Like He had great seasons with Washington. He went to the Leafs, was kind of like 
underutilized and went to the Marlies. He got waived like the next year. Like basically played the last. Yeah, like, like he had he had some pretty good seasons, but NHL great. I mean, do you think that's pushing it? Uh, I, I I don't know. It, it's really really weird. Yeah, and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to dis I'm not trying to diss him or anything. Like he's had way better NHL seasons than I will ever have. I mean, yeah, I would say so in, in that regard too. Um, I don't know. I just I just found this out today, and I'm very intrigued by the life and times now. Brooks like post post NHL. I'm also intrigued because uh, I was I was watching I like left the TV on my uh, I left the TV on and basically um, Jack Osborne Ozzy Osborne's son came on and like they were interviewing him remotely and he was just like of all things in this world I don't think a bat is going to some guy who ate a bat is going to kill my father he did it 30 years ago and he's perfectly fine meanwhile Ozzy's like coked out of his mind or actually okay not anymore but like he used to be like coked out of his mind yeah i think somebody like that can survive this thing like cons- like especially like some of these rock stars that like put a whole bunch of shit in their body my favorite uh my favorite watch mojo list back in the day was uh me and my friend watched uh top 10 uh, uh music artists who surprisingly are not dead yet and Ozzy was like number one, and I was well, just I like, well, "Have you ever seen Ozzy Osbourne live before?" I haven't seen him live. I wish I did. Apparently, like he, I saw them. I saw them at the their fair, uh, like Black Sabbath's like final tour when they made their Toronto stop. And it, it it's funny because you understand everything, every lyric of every song that he sings. Then he starts talking, and you have no idea what the hell he's singing. And I'll start going on these tangents as if people can understand them. And then all of a sudden you just hear Tony fucking Iommi. And then and then he'll just do whatever with <laughs> his guitar. And then and and then they just go into another song. <laughs> my my favorite I'll I'll talk about it next show, but there was one uh, comedian who was doing his best uh, impersonations of like a bunch of like metal singers, and they sound so accurate. Uh but I'll I'll save that for, for next show just because it was it's so good. It's it's so good, um, but this is the part of the show where um, we we whore ourselves out and sell ourselves like the good men men that we are. See, I'm gonna I'm gonna hope I get this right this time because Joey pointed out that I goofed last time. Um, so this was we you can follow us at the Q on at Q underscore City Roundup. I got it right this time, so you can suck on that. Uh, and you can follow us uh, individually. Our Twitters are in the bio, our Twitter bios are there. Uh, we're posting pretty regularly on Twitter because we're we're pretty bored. Uh, we got really good fan interaction on the uh, Toronto underrated athlete post, so uh, we'll definitely have some more things cooking over the next little while. Uh, is there anything that you want to chime in, Joey, before we wrap things up, or have you Thomas Caberly got robbed. Time, it's time to give Thomas Caberly the respect he deserved. He deserves for having a great career, and for whatever reason, nobody wants to recognize it. Yeah, I, I, I think I can definitely agree. 
Also, order food from his wife's restaurant, and then you can have an excuse to meet him if you live in the Toronto area. I, I don't know her exact restaurant. I have to Google it. Um, but if you have the tr- chance to support her local business, first of all, do. Second of all, if you want to meet Thomas Caberlet, social distancing, of course. He's a delivery boy. Exactly. You can have him sign something, and then he'll give it to you. Just throw it to him with a marker, and then he'll just throw it back because, you know, social distancing. Yeah, exactly. You, you got to get creative these days, man. Like, me mm. and my friends literally, like, we we hung out in a, like, very large square six feet apart and just drank beer. Nice. Yeah. That's always that's always fun whenever there's alcohol involved. Yeah. If there's alcohol involved, I'm there. Yeah. There's, uh, I don't, I don't mean to make our show go any longer, even though I kind of did the outro portions, but the LCBO by my house has a lineup literally going like almost down the street. And my friend decided to go get beer half an hour before they closed. And I'm surprised that he did. I'm very surprised that he did. Um, but yeah, I think we did it justice. Uh, so we'll go ahead and wrap her up. Thank you all for tuning in. And listen to us ramble about lists and how leagues are run by a bunch of incompetent people and shit. And yeah, basically. So we'll see y'all next week, hopefully. Because I know we missed last week, but we'll try not to. Quarantine makes you forget what day it is. Mm-hmm. Every day is Groundhog Day. You just reminded me earlier in the show that today was Monday. I had no idea. Yeah, every again, like I said, every day is Sunday. We are living legitimate like Groundhog Day, Bill Murray style. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll we'll wrap it up there. So we'll see y'all next week, and y'all uh, y'all take care, keep your distance, don't do anything stupid, or else I don't know, I don't I don't know what to threaten them with. We'll figure it out. Anyway, just we'll say y'all. the longer you don't distance, the longer there will be without sports. Yes. All that, right, and exactly. that's everything. All right, we'll see y'all around.